um, take the air from the concert and be like, this is the air from the Merry Christmas to all of us. <laughs> this is the air, the air from the concert. Um, and sell it on eBay. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to the Obsessed Podcast. It's Nick, Gareth, and Gia. Welcome back, y'all. We're here with another catch-up episode to catch up on everything that Mariah has been doing the last couple of weeks-ish and fill you guys in with everything that's going on. So what have you guys been up to? What have you been listening to? Are you getting into the Christmas spirit? Are you slaying? What's been going on, y'all? Not really anything that exciting. I am in the the Christmas spirit I'm feeling like ready but because of the nature of my job I'm just like ah it's a bit of a 50 50 thing at the moment but like I am I am ready personally I am ready to start decking the halls and all that stuff but um my partner's holding back a little bit so I have to sort of like take that on board but I'm I'm really ready for it I I got my fall in love at Christmas vinyl I don't know I'm ready I just feel like it's the I'm just dealing with the anticipation really of it actually starting it's like it's 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 like a kettle before it boils you know what I mean I'm just like okay I'm ready I'm ready I'm ready I'm ready or or a dog before you throw its ball like I'm like that right now Girl, I've been ready. Have you done any decorating yet? Any Christmas nothing. trees? Uh, no lights? Nothing? nothing? Nothing. Because you guys don't celebrate Thanksgiving in the UK, right? We don't, no. So what are you waiting for? Like, it's not like you're, <laughs> it's not like you're skipping Thanksgiving. Like, bitch, Mariah said it's time. Yeah, I know. And the thing is, in 2020, we put our tree up in November because of all the like closures and everything. And so we're like, let's just put our Christmas tree up, enjoy it, make sure we make it as festive as possible for as long as possible and do that. So that was a really long Christmas for us. And I liked that because when we put when we took everything down, it kind of felt like, okay, now it's time to take things down. When you put things up on the 1st of December, and you take it down on the 6th of January, it's kind of like, oh, it just doesn't feel like it's happened. It feels like it's gone so quickly. And so I'm ready. I've been ready since Mariah said it's time, but I've kind of been instructed that it's not quite time. Apparently it's happening this weekend, so we will see. But yeah, we don't really celebrate Thanksgiving over here. You're probably doing like rest not restaurants but like pubs and stuff like there's always something going on for thanksgiving but it's not a huge thing throughout the land you know it's not really a public holiday what about you gia well i've been i've been definitely in the christmas spirit too i got my plane tickets for new york to go see mariah uh so i'm so excited about that um i got my book and my vinyl as well. The book is so beautiful, you guys. The pictures are gorgeous. The cover is stunning. It's way more spectacular in person than the images I've seen online. Um, but yeah, I, otherwise, I haven't really been like listening to Christmas music yet. I haven't decorated. Uh, we've been getting ready for Thanksgiving because I think that's coming up like next week. But no, I am in the spirit of Christmas. I'm definitely excited. Yeah. I mean, that's a miracle that you're in the Christmas spirit because we know Gia has been a Grinch. We've talked about it many times. <laughs> no, I have not been a Grinch. I told you guys. I'm talking about Christmas pasts. 
Christmas Pass. You're the Christmas Pass chica, who is just so, the special is 18 minutes long. I can't believe this. I'm over Christmas. Yada, yada, That wasn't even on this podcast. It was. It was. No, it was. (laughs) But it was just last year, like the year before, which isn't on the podcast. It's just lost in the internet. Like I know oblivion or whatever, but like the year before, I feel like we were all festive AF, and we yeah. were so festive in 2020. So don't <laughs> even start with me. And no, I've I've made it clear many times that it wasn't about what we got; it was about what was said that we were getting. What we so, were led to believe, yeah, yes, darling. So it's not that I'm ungrateful. Or anything like that. Like, seriously, I'm so excited to go to this concert. I cannot believe the seats that we have. Like, this is going to be insane. And who knows? Maybe there will be a podcast episode. Who knows? Who knows what kind of tea we could get from this moment. So so what about music? What have y'all been listening to? Have you been listening to Christmas music at all? Because it seems like y'all are like a little delayed into getting to the Christmas season. Like you you guys are literally waiting for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I feel like you're trying to come for us with the Christmas thing. <laughs> I mean, I'm just really let down. Why? No, I said I got my Christmas vinyl and I want to set up my... um record player the thing is my record player is not set up so like I definitely want to spin my new fall in love at Christmas record and listen to both sides like the original the radio version all the remixes and I want to put on my Christmas albums you know but yeah oh well actually at work the other day I was going around and asking my co-workers what their favorite Christmas songs were and then we kind of had like a break into like a started singing some Christmas songs type moment we, and we've set decorated at work so I'm 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 definitely feeling it coming in but I just want to I like to like slowly get into the Christmas thing I feel like I just don't want to burn myself out again like I did before and I don't want to overdo it I love all of the songs and I love both of her Christmas albums and I love other Christmas music too you guys so it's not just Mariah but um I just think that I think that I'm not ready yet. I I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. But I'm how, not ready. How are you a lamb? Like <laughs> you're supposed to be excited for Christmas. I am, excited. I am excited. Girl. Okay. I am I, excited. I literally wake up in the morning and I ask my I'm gonna say it softly so she doesn't go off my Alexa to play Christmas music and I listen to it until I go out for work. When I come home from break, I continue to play it. I literally have Christmas music going all day long. Like this is literally my favorite time of the year. And y'all I are do just too. like eh, I think it's I'm not my ready. favorite. No, it's my but- favorite time too. And I've one thing I forgot to mention in last week's episode the all i want for christmas is you episode that if you guys haven't listened to you should go check out is that my birthday is new year's eve as well so when mariah goes number one for christmas and then it stays for a week and it's still number one on my birthday like it's such a good feeling and it's amazing and i'm so happy and i i love the christmas season and i love that she gets to be number one on my birthday and it feels super she feels close to me and i love it it's my favorite time of the year as well i love christmas christmas has always been my favorite holiday it's always been a thing 
in my family always. I just, okay. Also, another thing is I lost my box of Christmas decorations. <gasps> yeah. So a, a lot of my Christmas decorations that I've had since I've grown up, a lot of stuff I used to get festive in the past few years. That How I did got you lose them? Well, when I, I, it had to have been when, from when I moved from my apartment from when my boyfriend and I broke up from, not from there, but um, the place I moved after that, after we broke up to the place that I was just in before I moved back in with my parents. So it was in between there. I must have left them somewhere or like forgotten them, but I know I packed them and I was, I don't know where they went, you guys. Like I literally lost all my Christmas decorations from my childhood. So I've just been like, really like hesitant to like go and buy a bunch of new ones because I feel like that's the sort of stuff that you get over time and that's uh, probably has a lot to do with why I haven't like made my living area cute yet of course and of course I can go out and buy new stuff but there was a lot of nostalgia attached to those things I had ornaments that were mine specifically like for years I had ornaments tinsel like ribbons garlands wreaths candles a lot of stuff that I had for a long time, long, long time. Um, oh, and I had this, oh my God, I had this nativity fucking thing that I would set up every year and it was the most exciting. Oh my God, if I really get into it, I'm going to cry because I had fucking, I had a Wizard of Oz ornament that was the Scarecrow and Dorothy dancing, doing the, if I only had a brain dance and a, a bunch of ballerina ornaments and I had an ornament that looked like me when I was a baby boy um in my um snow gear and all of the stuff like you guys I literally lost all my Christmas shit except for my Mariah Christmas shit so is it misplaced like you haven't opened a box yet or it's gone gone it's gone gone because I haven't been able to find this stuff since since my last apartment I was like is it in the garage is it in a closet somewhere like I searched this house and then when I moved out I was packing everything and I was definitely thinking about where's my Christmas stuff and I just was never able to find it, it it'll show up you just gotta have faith like that would destroy me if I lost that kind of shit like for real well, yeah real. so I'm trying really hard not to be like super negative about that because I know those are things that I can really get again like but they had a lot of sentimental value to me because they were from year, m multiple Christmases from years on and birthdays and stuff. And because my birthday is so close to Christmas, my birthday and Christmas are literally tied together. Like my mom is helping me with this concert that I'm going to. And that's like my Christmas and birthday present. So she always does stuff like that, like ties Christmas and my birthday together. So it's a big Christmas is a big thing for me because it's also my birthday. I love Christmas. Well, well, bitch, you better start decorating right after we record this podcast. I don't well, give I a need fuck. to get. I need to find. I, I need to get new decorations. We'll put up. You don't have any kind of Christmas decorations that you can put up now, and just slowly add them throughout the season. I've got some Mariah Christmas stuff I can put out. You know what? Maybe for next Christmas, I'll ask for stuff for Christmas, like to set up and like new ornaments and new a new nativity and things of that nature. Because in Michigan, there's this place called Frankenmuth. Oh my God, bitch. There's this little place in Michigan that's Christmas all year long, bitch. And you can go there and it's got this, these huge stores with all this Christmas shit. And it's only like an hour away from where I live. 
So I can go there and get some new Christmas stuff or just order online too. I'd go there in January. All that shit is going to be cheap. Yeah, probably. But they've got stuff for every holiday there too, but it's mostly Christmas. All the Christmas stuff here. And I do feel a little bit sort of bitter about it because I'm just like, oh my God, I didn't see that before Christmas. Although now it's in sale because we have January sales that start on Boxing Day, which is the 26th of December. And as soon as Christmas Day is over, it's like January sale all over TV. And you're just like, okay, I'm still digesting dinner. <laughs> but you go to these shops and you see all these Christmas decorations, wrapping paper, everything to do with Christmas. And it's all in the January sale, as well as like clothes and stuff that's not in season anymore, or not going to be in season. You know, they really do a proper clear out in January. So Yeah, should... they do the same thing here. Ah, they do it yeah. here too. But it's just like, I don't dare go out the day after Christmas. Like... I am so weird about sitting in traffic. It's like one of my biggest pet peeves and I fucking hate it more than anything in the world. And that's like one of the biggest traffic days ever. So I just kind of stay away from that. And you got to get out early as fuck to get like the really good things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Are y'all ready to get into this episode? Yes. Let's do it. So the first thing I want to talk about is Mariah released another vinyl i have so much trauma from vinyl if y'all have been listening to our episodes you understand so yeah mariah released another vinyl and it's the heartbreaker vinyl it's it was released again through urban outfitters it only has two tracks on it which is whatever but it's a hot pink vinyl and it's selling for 19.98 but after shipping it's around 30 dollars. the two tracks that are on it are heartbreaker featuring Jay-Z, the album version. And then on side B, it's Heartbreaker, If You Should Ever Be Lonely, the Junior Heartbreaker Club mix, which is that 10-minute mix. Did y'all buy it? Because I did. No. no. Is it available in the UK? No, I didn't buy it either, bitch. I'm like, I'm over Urban Outfitters, but also I might buy it still. So, yeah, I don't know where I'm at with that. I don't think it's available in the UK, but we can get it by like via Urban Outfitters. Obviously, we get like a fucking massive chunk of shipping like thrown on top, but like it's probably going to end up being like 50 pounds, but in total, probably a bit more. But like it's cute, like the hot pink probably fits heartbreaker more than it does no girl i think it's so it's so ugly i think i don't think it's cute at all what i mean it's better than fantasy you have to justify that gia i think that the pink and the red doesn't look cute together with the vinyl label being red and then the thing being pink like it is very pink in comparison i feel Uh, like i feel like the red isn't that red it does have a pink tinge to it and the writing on her top and the writing on the actual like um single cover is kind of pinker than the backdrop so i feel like the vinyl could have been a little bit of a redder pink if that makes sense yes i think it should have been more red or i mean or if they changed the color of the label maybe it would have worked better i don't know it it wasn't i like it i like it because there's you may not even understand why they did that, but um, like when the original CD single was released, it was that same hot pink color. Plus they had the little cartoon Mariah on it. So it's almost like they're going back and copying what the, well, it was the imported Heartbreaker CD single, the UK version, which was pink. So it's like they went back and copied that. So right. to me, it has like more of a, a nostalgia aspect to it i get that too yeah but that's how i'm looking at it plus heartbreaker is my favorite it's my most favorite 
uh, image of Mariah ever on a single cover. That and I Still Believe, those are my two favorites. So it's crazy to me that you didn't want it, Gareth, because isn't Heartbreaker like your first number one as a lamb? It is, it is. And not in the UK, obviously. It didn't go to number one here, but it went to number one in the US. So that's my first big number one, my first big lead Mariah single for, from an album. It it means so much to me. I just feel it's downplayed a lot because when you look... Don't up- you have an original copy? No, I don't, not yet. <laughs> oh, see? So I have an original copy. So that's why I'm like, uh, but I kind of do still want it. But, but that's I, that's the thing because you, the original copy has it's so, got more exactly. So why didn't they just do that and with the hot pink and that would have been like crazy. But because I don't think they were were they even doing colored vinyls like that back in the day in the was, late nineties. It was very 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 rare. I feel like the only one that I can think of that comes to mind right now is the bad single from Michael Jackson was on a red vinyl in the eighties. Other than that, I can't think of anything else but I was a kid then so it's gonna be oblivious to me but I just feel a little bit robbed because of that the pink is nice and I feel the pink fits better than it does on the fantasy single and I feel like it is nostalgic in terms of like the Mariah Carey like crochet top the um cartoon Mariah when we were first introduced to um her in this video and I feel like her the cartoon Mariah silhouette or the approach to it has been sort of like I don't know if you guys will know this but there's an old cartoon from like I think it's from like the 60s or 70s called Love Is and it's about a guy and a girl and they're just there's there's not actually like a proper cartoon it's just like a picture here and there so like a still of them in like an embrace or a kiss or whatever it might be and there was loads of merchandise that came from that and a lot of it is hot pink so for me the hot pink for heartbreaker speaks volumes in terms of what it represents like in terms of mariah being um a lot cuter with her look she's really like experimenting the the logo on her top the writing um uh, hearts being associated with red and pink the whole valentine's day thing the whole love is hark back to the whole love is cartoon from back in the day like my parents used to give each other valentine's day cards with this cartoon on and i feel like mariah's little cartoon caricature looks like looks like but looks similar to the girl in the love is little like thing so it just represents so much more to me but because of the two tracks, why would I waste that money? If it had all of the, what, like 10 tracks, is it, Gia? Then I would probably get No, it. it's not 10. It's not as much as like a Honey single or something, but it definitely has more. Because it, has, yeah, it the, has like the album version, the remix, and then it has the long remix. And then it has, I think it only has four tracks. I can go grab it. I think it also has... Um... The no rap version on it as well, if I remember right. Possibly. This is what they should have done with the fantasy single as well. They just put like the album version and the ODB version on it. No, it doesn't have the, the, it has the album version featuring Jay-Z, the If You Should Ever Be Lonely, Junior Vasquez, and then the remix featuring uh, Missy and DeBrat, and then the If You Should Ever Be Lonely hard mix. And I always felt like with the Should You Ever Be Lonely kind of incorporation to the Heartbreaker thing, they should have just done like a bit of more of a mashup where it's not necessarily a 10 minute track, although that remix is good. So they should have had that, but they should also have done something, even for MC30, they should have done this possibly for just her 
doing Should You Ever Be Lonely as a cover, but also incorporating like, give me a love, give me a love, and don't go and break my heart. They should have put that in to that to, to really put the songs together, but more as a cover. They could have made it a double vinyl and a gatefold and yeah. put the no rap version and the love hangover heartbreaker like the mc31 like you were saying mm. um yeah they i just feel like not trying to sound nitpicky because i'm grateful that she <laughs> does these things but i just feel like they could add on to the things that they're making like the honey single it w- it wasn't the whole single either was it they need to beef these things up give us something yeah you're giving us a color but give us something that's extra to what we don't already have so that it's worth spending that money I mean, it's only $20, though. Well, for a, for a UK lamb, it's going to be more. I do think that the pink fits with it better than the pink fit with fantasy, though. You yes. know what I mean? That could I have been clear. I agree. I'll fantasy. agree with that. Or it could have been gold, like the, the font on the album cover, you know? It could have been anything. Yeah, it, like the CD, the, like that white yeah. gold that the CD was. Yeah. yeah. I feel like... The the hot pink for fantasy is kind of like that weird salmon pink we got for emotions whenever that was released. And that was a bit off-putting as well. And it's like, where is that? Where why how does that fit? Yeah, she keeps going with these pink vinyls for some reason. What 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 that emotion? Yeah, what's the like deal a, with fucking pink? Like I'm over the pink. Yeah, yeah. We know that it's Mariah's favorite color, and that's obviously why it's pink, but like I swear, because it seems like this is a trend now that Mariah is going to slowly re-release all of her um older singles on vinyl now, which slay, I love that, but it's very expensive to buy them. Yeah. I don't know. Like no, no, I'm cool with buying them. I just think they should add on to what was originally there, like in the MC30. Like she yeah. could literally have a whole MC30 box set of all the singles reissued, but with all those extra versions and all the extra shit that we got with MC30, and it could be fucking nuts. It would be insane. It would be like the 12s vinyl box set. But all of her really big singles or really her favorite singles or whatever. And then give us the extra stuff and then make it in the cute package. I'll buy it. $500. Yeah, but whatever. $500. How much is that shit going to be? Because if you're selling a butterfly re-release for almost $200, how much is that going to be? You know what I mean? It's going to be a lot. Yeah, I feel like, and I've said it before, I'm not going to go into that tangent, but I feel like the MC30 thing could have been boxed up in one complete package. It could have been like a greatest hit slash that um, remix LP that's floating around on eBay. Um, It could have been everything slash the remixes as well. Like she could have really boxed this into one huge package. And I feel like she would have done it had it not been COVID. And she probably would have, like I've said before on lives and throughout this podcast, she probably would have re-released each album with a bonus disc or bonus vinyl disc with with all the remixes on. Like what she's doing with the butterfly, what's it called? That that gold slash cream thing that she put out that we're waiting she for. She could literally do that with almost every album, I exactly. think. Exactly. Like, I, I feel like she would have done that had COVID not happened. I don't think she would have done it. It seems like too much work, but there are lambs out there now who are doing that exact thing. And if, actually... we don't get, if we don't get a Music Box 30 version with all the remixes, because I don't love Music Box, and we can talk about that when we have a Music Box episode, but if we got a box set version of Music Box with all of 
those remixes, bitch, that would be insane. And even Daydream. And um, yeah, I, I think I'd if we got a music box one, a Daydream one, the debut could have demos, that would be crazy. But for yeah. music box, I'd want like proper demos. I because it's so polished, and I I would like to hear because apparently when she took Dream Lover to the record company, they said it was too urban, and they had to go back and like pop it up a bit more. I, so I want to hear that. You know, I want to hear that element of the album. I imagine that there's quite a few songs on that album that were like that, and they're like, no, it needs to be a bit more popular. It needs to be a bit more popular. And I, I just like to hear that. I like music box is what it is and fine that we have the respect for it, for what it is, but like, it was probably going to be something else. And I, I strongly well, feel that's, that. Well, that's exactly what the rarities was. It was basically music box too. So you kind of um, already got it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I already had two of those songs. Two, I think I had three or four of them. No, but it was... I didn't have slipping away. Um, that was daydream. Everything fades away. Um, and, and do you, do think, you of think of me? It was everything fades away. And do you think of me? Do you think of me was a B side for one of the singles? Everything fades away was a bonus track on the album over here. All I live for is that what it was called? That wasn't. Yeah, released. all I live for. Yeah, that wasn't released. That was on the rarities. So I feel I felt when I got the rarities, it was really only one song. But it, I, I know what you mean, though. It did feel like it was mainly just music box slash glitter. I'm just going to say this, and I know this is going to sound negative, but I don't want any more of that old shit. Like, I don't want it anymore. Like, we keep going back to this, and we always end up at the same place. I just want MC16. I want a new studio album. I don't want to revisit all of the number ones anymore. I want a new era from Mariah. I don't want any more of this stuff anymore. I'm not ungrateful. Maybe I am ungrateful. I don't know, but, like, I'm over it. Like... I'm ready to move forward. I agree. But if we're going to keep revisiting stuff, I want raw shit, basically. Obviously, if that doesn't happen and we do get MC16, then fine. Like, let's move forward on with the new. No, you guys are missing the whole point, though, because right now we got to be grateful for Christmas. Of course. Yes, I know. (laughs) I'm always grateful for Christmas. I'm glad that that you are now. (laughs) That was so random, Gia. (laughs) Especially from Gia. (laughs) To any lamb that is purchasing this pink Heartbreaker vinyl, it is expected to ship on February 17th, 2023. So that's four vinyls that are on back order right now from Mariah. Yes, that's four vinyls that are, no, five, because we got, we're, we're waiting on the cream vinyl, the gold vinyl. We're waiting on the other butterfly gold vinyl. Now Heartbreaker. And honey. And honey, yeah. We're waiting on five vinyls. And if you haven't gotten Fall in Love at Christmas, then you're waiting on that. Well, that one is actually ready, though, so it's being shipped, but you know how Live Nation is. I got mine before you did, and I'm in the UK, and I got mine from the US. That is insane. That is insane to think. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's really yeah i can't finished. even believe i got mine like i was shook as soon as i saw it oh but wait mine was in a music today box um it wasn't shipped by live nation i don't even know what mine was in i just ripped it open i was just like oh, it's here um i have little dirk down here i didn't know if y'all <sighs> wanted to talk about that at all uh, we can i have no idea who this person is 
<laughs> so yeah, that that's a good segment into this. Like, I'll go over it a little bit. So on November 10th, Mariah was spotted out having dinner with Lil Durk, and I can't remember the female who was with him. So it sparked some rumors on the internet of a future collab with Lil Durk. But like we just said, who the fuck is Lil Durk? I don't know who he is. I feel like this is something similar that happened when she was about not about to release I Don't, but shortly before. I can't remember the name of the guy. I mean, he was he was quite cute in that song. And Girl, had... why you keep bringing up I Don't during Christmas? <laughs> I know, right? You love some I Don't. I love I Don't. I love I Don't. Like You are always trying to get some justice for I Don't. <laughs> it's, it's the new memoirs. What can I say? <laughs> but no, like, I feel like... <laughs> yeah, it's true, actually. <laughs> I feel like there was all this talk about she met up with him or she was seen with the guy from that song i can't remember his bloody name and then the song came out right off the back of you know what we know so it's just like boom here it is oh okay so i don't know who Lil dirk is never heard of him no idea who he could be i guess he's a rapper with a name like well, that. well I, I i have a definition from wikipedia who he is it says <laughs> okay. that Lil dirk is an american rapper and singer he is the lead member and founder of the collective and record label only the family. Dirk garnered a cult following with the release of his Signed to the Streets mixtape series, leading to a record deal with Def Jam Recordings, but has since left Def Jam. So uh, I, I feel why. like I've heard his name before, but I cannot even tell you a song. Maybe I'm just too white. I don't know. Well, it better be cute. I hope it's not Christmas. I want I want a fierce fucking down and dirty, like up-tempo moment with mariah like i'd even take a like a nice little wrapped chorus with her harmonizing and layered over the top like a bone thugs moment like i'm already <laughs> running with my mariah like thing like what i want but like I, I don't know i don't know what his music sounds like so i can't i can't piece it together but and the fact that we've never heard him before and now they're having dinner it kind of does spark speculation of like what are they doing you know like unless he's just gonna sample her which is kind of cute too. Yeah, he might. Like, I don't know. Uh, I can't see him like doing a rap on a Christmas song. I think oh, that people I are just, no. I, I, I don't see Mariah ever doing that because Mariah is pretty classic with the way that she does Christmas music. So I couldn't see that happening. Blind for the sky in a parachute. It's a big red boost. And it's it's it would yeah, good. but that's classy. And yeah, we got JD and all I want for Christmas. In a blue bandana and a uh, I, I, but that's so good. That's golden, his rap in that. And I feel like if it's along the lines of Snoop, or even if she did something like Bone Thugs and Harmony for Christmas, that would be so nice. But like I don't know his sound and I just don't think it could be anything to like she's not gonna have young Jeezy or TI on a a cr one of her Christmas I don't know she might would be if she did it in the right way it could be nice and I feel like she would know how to do it but as long as it's not like side effects you know that that's not very festive it's Christmas <laughs> that was funny inside. <laughs> that yeah. was funny as fuck <laughs> side effects isn't very festive <laughs> i like the song and i resonate with it in certain parts like for life experiences it's a great song and it's a new it's a great fresh sound for her but yeah it's not 
It's not that. <laughs> I fucking love side effects. It's the best song on E equals Fight Me Bitch. No, I I, I will happily agree. It's definitely up there. <laughs> I love side effects. What's wrong with side effects, Gia? It's not my favorite song on E equals. I like ah. it. It's not my favorite, girl. Girl, whatever. I can't forget. Oh my god. I bet I bet your I bet your favorite on E equals is Bye Bye or some shit. Ew, like that. no. What? I don't like <laughs> Bye Bye that much either. It plays Who likes Bye Bye? No, 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 no. I I'm more of like the I'll be loving you long time, cruise control, uh, anything up to track kiss, three, last kiss, love story kind of girl. Oh, uh, I wish you well. I'm sorry, oh. but side effects is one of those. I would put side effects in a category with the roof. Like it's one of those amazing Mariah Carey songs. Yeah, it's good. And you're it's, tripping. Oh, I mean, so I good. bet you're tripping. Go listen no, to Bye Bye, bitch. Bye bye, bitch. Bye bye. Not with the fucking roof. Probably won't put it with the roof, but like I, I just. I just feel like that song when I first heard that song I was just like oh my god it, it's the roof equivalent of E equals MC squared I won't put it with the roof but if you were gonna say what's the roof of E equals yes, MC squared yes. it has to be side effects side effects is such a golden song and it's it's a fresh sound that we would never got from Mariah it's like you know when I said to you it probably wasn't in the episode that we were recording about grime music in the UK it's kind of like this hip-hop rap sound but it has this like really like downtrodden like backtrack to it it's really like sometimes the poetry in these guys when they're rapping it's so poignant i just love it and it's the the, the way that they're rapping it's almost like they're telling a story but then it's got it's like dun, 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 like down like dark kind of like backtrack to it and i feel like mariah has side effects and obsessed which fit the grime genre you guys talking about equals mc squared <laughs> got that one pepsi ringtone stuck in my head, <laughs> stuck in my head. once in a lifetime Oh I, had, I had scandalous in my head all day. And I thought, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Like the music. Ding, 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 ding. We were together. Everything just felt like. Time goes by, but my love for was in a lifetime. Bitch, you guys need to stop. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all. That was bleakosity. <laughs> bleakosity. Bleakosity. <laughs> Listeners, if you haven't listened to our Pepsi ringtone episode yet, give it a listen. Oh, now I have to keep all that in. <laughs> so I guess we'll just have to wait and see if this is going to be an NC-16 kind of situation or a Christmas song, but I doubt it's going to be a Christmas song. So let's move on to the juicy stuff. The Queen of Christmas trademark has been blocked. Earlier Bitch. this week, the, <laughs> earlier this week, the trial trademark and appeal board finally made a judgment by default, quote unquote, uh, rejecting Carrie's trademark request. They also rejected and denied her requested trademarks of Princess Christmas and Queen of Christmas. So what are y'all thoughts on this? Because I feel like a lot of people on social media are really shading Mariah for this. But we all know that Mariah is the Queen of Christmas. 
I said it before when we spoke about it earlier on in whenever it first surfaced that I don't really get why she wants to do it or needs to do it or if anybody's doing it for her. I don't get why it has to be done because in terms of a sales point of view, she could go up against anybody and slay it and it's done. Like, yeah, Mariah's the winner. You know when there was one of the Kardashian multiples that tried to claim the name Kylie and Kylie Minogue fought back and hardly anyone knows who Kylie Minogue is outside of Australia and Europe, right? No, you know I love I, Kylie. Sh- she had one hit here. It was that yeah. la 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 She's not that big in America, but like she's we took no, her like, on. that's her one big hit here besides uh the locomotion. Literally, that's oh my it. god, really. She's had like pretty we've taken her on as a like she's like your European, UK, Australian queen over there. She's like yeah. the e- she's like the she's East. Like a Madonna. Madonna over here. But oh, the yeah. gays love her over here. Like if you're a gay, oh you my love god, her. your disco, your disco. She's got that one like massive. Oh my god, remember your disco. Did <laughs> <Your disco. laughs> you? <laughs> or wait, what's that other song um on the same album? Like yours that whole spinning around out of my way. She actually fought back and was like, Well, she can't trademark a name, and which she can't because Kylie Minogue has certain products. I don't even know what, but like she has products like under the name of just Kylie, because Kylie is kind of like another Madonna where she can just use her own name, like instead of using the Minogue. So It kind of falls in that territory a little bit. But to be fair, there's nothing with Christmas and Christmas music and Christmas products. There's nobody else doing this. So I do kind of feel like it's deserved. But at the same time, that somebody as humble as what Mariah probably is when she thinks of Christmas would want to go after this. And it shocks me a little bit. So in a way, I kind of feel like if this, well, it obviously is a real thing, but I'm just a little bit disappointed that it's real. And at the same time, just like, Come on, Mariah, just you are already the queen of Christmas. And maybe further down the line, she can go after it. I'm, I'm guessing she wants it for her kids, for future prospects for her kids. Like after she's gone, maybe she, you know, her kids can capitalize on that title for a trademark and have merch and do things with the song. I don't know really what the cons the you know the inspiration behind it but like Jia you said in one of our past episodes which was kind of hitting the nail on the head a little bit where she should have her own Christmas range every year because it kind of feels like that's what is trying to happen but it needs to be a proper like massive drop here's here's the Queen of Christmas drop and yet all about the Christmas issue is everywhere it just it kind of go it should go hand in hand but at the same time at this stage like it feels unnecessary. I really think that Mariah is being humble about it, though, because she famously has not commented about any of this at all. Well, publicly. didn't Laurent speak a little bit on her behalf, though, saying that it wasn't denied? She dropped her, like, case, pretty much. Did you from, see her tweet? From I didn't I... see that, but, but everything that's been reported on is saying that they denied the trademark. Yeah, but I've, I, I read a couple of things on BBC news over here and it when you read the whole article it kind of reads like it was dropped from her 
end. It kind of reads like it was dropped because it, there was too much drama. I feel like she wanted it to happen under the radar. Um, and because it's been circulating, I don't know if she's been aware of it being leaked. She, someone must bring this stuff to her attention. But like later on, as we get closer to Christmas, I feel like she's probably thought, okay, well, if enough people are coming for this in the news or, you know, tabloid fodder, then let's just drop it. And I feel like, I do feel like there's somewhere either she or somebody's like consulted her to drop it on her behalf. Do you believe in magic? (laughs) (laughs) I love that song. (laughs) Um, I don't really feel like Mariah needs that trademark because I'm sure that if you went up to a Walmart or something and asked 10 people on the spot, who is the queen of Christmas, I am sure eight out of the 10 people would say Mariah Carey. So in reality, it's in everybody's consciousness that Mariah Or they is would be the petty and be like, they would be petty and be like, not Mariah Carey. <laughs> yeah, especially over here. Because, like, oh my God, that song again. Like, oh, you listen to it on your own and your earphones on the way to work. Shut up. Because one of the bitches who's fighting her the hardest on this, Elizabeth Chan, like, who the fuck are you? Like, literally. Like, I know that you're like a Christmas artist, but I cannot even name one Christmas song that you have sung. I know we've we've mentioned her before when we talked about it earlier on, but like, I don't know who this is. Okay, so there's two main people in this issue. There's Elizabeth Chan, and she's just strictly a Christmas artist. And then, of course, there's Darlene Love. So those are the two people who were most upset by this situation of Queen of... This is such a weird thing. Anyway, we have some quotes from both of them. The first one from Darlene Love. Darlene posted on Facebook after this judgment came out saying, Thank you, Lord. Congrats to... All the other queens of Christmas around the world living and whom have passed. And then we got two quotes from Elizabeth Chan. One is from her like legal team and then one is from her. So the one from Elizabeth solely says, It has been a year-long legal struggle, but I am glad that justice has prevailed and that I can continue doing what I do best, bringing Christmas music and entertainment to the world. I like, I just want to, this is so weird. Like, I don't know. But her legal team's quote is really kind of shady and I kind of want to touch on it. But they're saying Mariah Carey's company was engaged in classic trademark bullying. They legit said bullying. I, I saw trying, that, yeah. Trying to monopolize the title Queen of Christmas with a trademark registration. It's important to stand up to the bullies. That's what we help do here. Now, because of what Elizabeth did, nobody can claim exclusive and permanent rights to the Queen of Christmas title. Do we think that Mariah Carey was a bully? I definitely don't think she's bullied anybody into doing or not doing anything. I feel like anyone can still go with saying And this is why it's important that it's not a thing as well. You know, she said in a magazine of probably a few interviews actually around the emancipation era where she was like, oh, people are a diva of everything. I'm the diva of cookies. I'm the diva of this, that, the other, or whatever it was. I can't remember the exact quote of what she said, so I'm not quoting her. And so this is like that. It's one of those things. Oh, I'm the queen of Christmas wrapping. I'm the queen of Christmas decorating. I'm the queen of Christmas. You know, it's one of those throwaway things. And I don't think Mariah Carey is doing it in a way to squash those people and to stop those people from ever working. Those people, of course, can still work because Mariah doesn't have the rights over those classical songs. It just means that Mariah can do 
certain merchandising stuff under that title and nobody else can, which nobody else has ever done. Darlene Love has her own legacy and that is done and dusted and people still like that. But Mariah has covered like what, one song and it's overtaken. And that might be Darlene Love's most popular song, but that's no one's fault. That's just the fact that Mariah's done a better version. So I don't get why these people are getting bitter. They're just fucking fearing their paycheck coming through because Mariah's trademarking something, but she can't trademark something like Christmas music or um, Baby Please Come Home. She can't because it's written by somebody else originally and it's already been sung by somebody else. So Darling Love would have a say over that legally. Probably not much, but she would still have a percentage. What Mariah is trying to do is a, a merchandising point of view that's not just Mariah Carey merchandise. Yes, exactly. These bitches are just salty because exactly. Mariah tried they Mariah tried to get to this first. And now we're having like a little cat fight over Christmas trademarks. Like No, what, I feel what, like they what the fuck is going on? It's I so feel petty. like Darlene has bullied Mariah a little bit. And I feel like Elizabeth Chan, I don't know if she necessarily bullied her. I but, feel like Elizabeth Chan has probably bullied more than Darlene Love. Darlene Love has probably bullied a little bit to the general public, but I feel like Elizabeth Chan has directed it at Mariah to get headlines. But I feel like Darlene has been a lot more salty about it because you don't hear a lot from this Elizabeth Chan chica. Like she's just kind of in the background and let her legal team do it. And she's doing a few interviews maybe saying a few kind of little shady remarks, but it's nothing like Darlene Love, who is constantly bringing this up and constantly posting about it. You know what I mean? Probably. I don't know her either. I still haven't heard a song by Elizabeth Chan. I haven't heard an iconic song by Elizabeth Chan, where I'm like, oh my God, I totally know this song. You know what I mean? Like no one's brought it to my attention. That Oh my God, that huge song, you know, is Elizabeth Chan. I, I just feel like back then... Darlene Love was in a generation where people weren't doing this. It was literally like you were either famous or not famous. And therefore she had a little song which was on TV occasionally. And that was what was making her famous. And like, she's, she's not redundant. Like I'm very thankful that we got that song from Darlene Love. And I love Darlene's version. Like, thank you, Darlene. But like now, if you were to try and market yourself as the queen of Christmas with like lotions and potions and this, that, the other for just for Baby, please come home. Like, I would not give a rat's ass. These people are salty as fuck because they are not in a place, reputation, financial, or even legacy, to be able to do this. Like, I know, Nick, you mentioned before, I think, as one of, one of us mentioned about Elizabeth Chan having loads of, like, Christmas albums. But, like, for me, I feel like it's elevator music. But that's what Elizabeth Chan does. She doesn't make contemporary albums. Her whole thing is Christmas albums. So that's her thing. But and that's really unique. And I can understand both of their point of views, why they would be protective over these kinds of things, starting with Darlene Love, because that's what Darlene Love is known for. That is her one thing. And I can understand why she would be very protective over it. And who was it? David Letterman telling her that she's the queen of Christmas. Yeah, okay, apparently. cool. I get both of their points. And then, then you have Elizabeth Chan who just strictly does the Christmas music. And she literally has an album called Queen of Christmas. And she is calling her daughter the Christmas princess. So it's all really kind of like weird. Absolutely. 
It's so weird. But like, to my point, like I get where they're coming from. But like I said earlier, if you ask 10 people who the queen of Christmas is, they're going to say eight out of 10 times Mariah Carey. Mariah's trying to start a business called Queen of Christmas. It's legit what she's trying to do. Yeah, but but I feel like she's not coming after anybody. She's Yeah, Mariah's not talking about this at all. Like, yeah, Mariah, yeah. I, Mariah has not said one thing about this. On the other hand, Mariah's out here calling Dolly Parton the queen of Christmas. You know what I mean? So it's just like, exactly. I feel well, like these she said bitches the queen are of being everything. so petty. <laughs> yeah. Like these bitches are just being so fucking petty. It's so weird. I mean, I don't know. Like Mariah's handled it with grace so far. She's not been catty or rude. I think that definitely Darlene has been, I think, the biggest bully in the situation because she came for her voice and shit. I remember y'all remember that episode before. She's been petty. Elizabeth Chan, she's been, I mean, she's definitely doing way too much. We know Mariah is not trying to be out here being a bully. And this one's got me stumped a little bit, you guys. Because, yes, we know Mariah is just trying to start a business. I think they're also just trying to capitalize off of her success at Christmas and get their names out there more. Because the more Jeez. they talk about Jeez. it and make it a story, exactly. they, they just they, their names are out there during Christmas time. And they both have, the, the, like you said, Darlene's biggest Christmas song, Gareth, like you said, is probably... Christmas baby, please come home. And Mariah's number shit on it. So she's not happy about what Mariah does with that song right now. And then Elizabeth Chan, doesn't she, you said she's got an album called Queen of Christmas. So they're like territorial about what Mariah is trying to do with their Christmas. It's a mixture of both of those things where they're definitely trying to get some I attention, I think, in the headlines, allegedly. I don't know. I wouldn't know about that. I mean, I, I think I probably had heard that as a kid, but I wouldn't have gone back to it had I not heard Mariah's Baby Please Come Home. And I feel like each one gives the other life. Like, you listen to Darlene. Oh, my God, yeah, so good. Then I want to listen to Mariah. You probably hear Mariah's first. No, you're it. right. It but you go back to of... the other and, like, this is amazing because it's the yes, original. But it you reminds go back... me of... Um... What's that one song she did on Glitter? What was that fucking song? Didn't mean to turn you on. Yes, bitch. Yes. Okay, so you listen to the original one. Mariah just fills up the musical space that is there in, in certain songs. And then you listen to the original and you're like, oh my gosh, I totally see where she could go with that. So it it just, it's cute. I love the original song as well. And I always have. I've listened to both of those songs on the radio growing up. Both of those versions. I've definitely always loved Mariah's more, I think. But I've loved both of the versions. I think, Gia, you made the best point is with with you saying um, these bitches are just trying to get noticed. Because obviously it worked. Because I didn't even know who the fuck Elizabeth Chan is. And I still don't know who the fuck she is. Dang. And I don't care I don't care to know who she is. But I know her name now. And with Darlene Love, I know her song. But I didn't know that she was the one who sang it before she got her, her little hand in this cookie jar with all of this drama. So these bitches just benefited from this more than Mariah benefited from it. So it's just, I'm sure they made a lot of money off of this, or at least a good chunk of money off of it, because people 
know who they are now because these bitches won't shut the fuck up about this shit. They, they really are trying to come for her. They're they're really trying to come for Mariah. I no matter. And Mariah's what, though, literally saying nothing, which is golden. You know what I'd really love to know is Mariah's opinion. I'd love to sit down with Mariah after she's had like two or three glasses of wine <laughs> and listen to her roast these bitches about this dumb shit. I feel like she'd be really respectful, though. Like, if we've all got bills to pay. I'm sure she'd say something mm, like I that. Think that she, I think she would be like... Wine, <laughs> she would be, like, subtly shady, but, like, I could already tell how she would do it, too. Like, she would be funny with it. I know she would be, like, not the same as if she was, like, in a TV interview. Yeah. But she would she would still be humble because be I feel like she would though. probably look up to somebody like a Darlene Love and stuff like that because the nature of which she had the song that she covered in the first place. Mm-hmm. So Mariah probably looked up to that song because I know Mariah did not put that Christmas album together without any thought. So she must have had to really, really think that this is a song that needs to be on the perfect Christmas album. You know what I mean? I'm sure that she looks up to her and is probably a little bit disappointed. Definitely. Definitely. She probably grew up listening to that song 30, 20, 30 years later. We were all listening to Growing Up as well, but we just happened to grow up with Mariah as well. It just it just seems so redundant and so pointless. If we just see the bigger picture, I don't feel like Mariah is coming after anyone's songs or anyone's legacy. She just wants to use that reputation as her legacy for Christmas as a separate entity. It's not like she's cancelling anybody out. Yeah, these bitches just burned the bridge before they could walk across it because they yes. literally just destroyed any kind of future collaboration that may have just for a little bit of a cash grab and get their name out there about their little Christmas music. Okay. Okay, so the All About the Christmas Is You lawsuit has been dropped. I mean, finally, I thought it had already been dropped already. So the musician Andy Stone, who performs as Vince Van so originally, filed to dismiss his case against the pop star Mariah Carey. So according to documents obtained by... People magazine, the development comes five months after Stone accused Carey of her co-writers of copyright infringement and unjust enrichment over her song, which shares a title with one of his own tracks. Stone has filed to dismiss case without prejudice, which means it can be brought again. According to the documents, lawyers for Stone did not immediately respond to People Magazine's request for comment, and neither did a rep for Mariah Carey. Stone filed a civil lawsuit against Mariah Carey, co-writer Walter Afanasiev, and Sony Music Entertainment in June claiming that they never sought or obtained permission to use the song All About Christmas Is You. Stone's original song of All About Christmas Is You was released in 1989, while Mariah Carey's original song of All About Christmas Is You came out in 1994. I mean, I feel like this is a bit old hat, to be honest, but like, I didn't even know this was still going on. This kind of goes in with what we were just talking about a little bit of the title thing of Queen of Christmas, Kylie products. How can you copyright a title? They're both similar songs with references, but they are very, very, very different songs. How do you guys feel about this? I think that this is just another thirsty bitch doing the same thing that Darlene and that other chica is doing. Precisely. It's, what was he, five years before? There's two songs. There's a song 
I've never heard this song in my life. It's a song called All I Want for Christmas is My Two Front Teeth. Never heard that. And there's this song, All I Want for Christmas is You by Vince Vance and whoever his band are claiming to be. And there's All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. And I feel like the Vince Vance song is just like a letter to someone directly, like, All I Want for Christmas is You. And it's like, I'm not going to do this. It's very depressing. It's nice. It's not. Nice. I like it. I, it's it's a good Christmas song. I have it on my Christmas playlist. I think it's I think it's a good song. Yeah, it is. When I first heard it, I thought uh, it is a good song. Is he English? It seems like a very English song. And um, it music. sounds like a country song, right? It does. Yeah, sound it's like... a country Christmas song. And it then is. it is it's like, a... cause all I want for Christmas is you, like that. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, that one is. I can't believe that that one that those people are trying to sue her too because that is a song that I grew up with and listening and loving as well as the other "All I Want for Christmas Is You" song. So it's just it puts a bleak little mark on my like childhood memory of like loving all of the songs. Like they just need to all like get over it and like just chill and bow down to the fucking queen of Christmas because like the bitch is literally not that serious. If you step back and look at this, all of these bitches are leeches. It's such a weird, it's so weird to me. I keep saying that. Like you look at this, this Christmas song, all I want for Christmas is you and how massive it's gotten. And then you got these three leeches just trying to suck at the teats to get whatever kind of like residual money you, that's just you're falling off of. You're a mess. <laughs> but I just say, I'm trying to put a visual, I'm trying to put a visual in your head. So imagine all I want for Christmas up, up here, this massive song and it's teats hanging off and you got yeah. these three little leeches trying to get the residual money just leaking off of this massive <laughs> machine. They're like, can I have another, sir? Please, can I have another? And they're like, get me noticed. It's so weird. But anyway, <laughs> this guy, it's saying that he dropped it without prejudice, which does mean that he can bring this back to court. An example, next season to get his name out there again. You know what I mean? We can move on if you want. I mean, yeah, I'm over it because it's just kind of like the same thing. They all have their place in the realm of the holiday season and they could just be cool with where they're at. And I don't think that Mariah is trying to come for them. So I don't think that they should try to go, go come for her, you know? So I think that I personally think that everyone should just be happy and festive during the holiday season and get into the Christmas spirit. When was it? Like about five years ago, Bill Murray had a Christmas special, which was like hectic as fuck to watch on Netflix. I'm not even sure it's there anymore. Then I'm pretty sure that somebody like Darlene Love could have her own Christmas special, everybody would be reminded of like, oh, I know that song. It might be a case of like, oh, she's covered Mariah Carey's Baby Please Come Home. But like, then they would realise if people go on streaming that Baby Please Come Home is not Mariah's, it is Darling Love's, and there they have a choice. And I, that's the thing. I don't feel like Darling Love has capitalized on her legacy as much as what she could have done. If someone like Bill Murray can have a Christmas show, Darlene Love deserves that opportunity. But also Mariah deserves the opportunity to do whatever she can with her ideas. 
because she obviously has well, the best ideas. <laughs> well, all eyes are on this clout chaser right now, so she better make a move quick. Yeah. Well, let's move on to let's move on to some more positive things. Yay! All right, you guys. So now we're gonna move on to what's going on with the Billboard charts uh, regarding "All I Want for Christmas Is You." So. All I Want for Christmas has spent eight weeks at number one so far from 2019 uh, going to 2022. It's currently being predicted that it might chart around number 27 on the Billboard Hot 100 in the U.S. And then has it charted in it? So it has charted at 36 in the UK. And it's the earliest re-entry for All I Want for Christmas is You in the UK ever. And All I Want for Christmas is now the longest charting song by a female artist in the UK singles chart history. So that's a really big deal, you guys. It's a really big deal for us. Well, yeah, that's a really big deal for you guys. I'm a little worried about the charts. Honestly, I'm not going to lie this year. I'm sure she'll get her her moment. So it's such a big song. What are you worried about? <laughs> that maybe like Taylor or Drake might like be blocking the chart with like 20 fucking songs in a row. Yeah. I wouldn't be scared of Drake, but I would be scared of Taylor. It is. I mean, Christmas is less than 40 days away. I think it's like at this time of recording, 34 days away. So yes, I don't know. We were doing the same thing last year with Adele, but. Entering at number 26 for next week, when did it go to number one? I thought it happened really early last year. In the UK or the US? Both. It happened early, in my opinion, last year. And then Taylor blocked it for one week. And then she got it back. And then it went into 2022 is when she got it back. So it was either like it went to number one really early. Taylor blocked it for one week she got it back the week of christmas and new year and that's what happened i think i'm not sure though i don't i don't know what it's like in the uk i've not paid attention to the charts in the uk for a while i paid since we've done this podcast i feel like i pay more attention to the charts in the us but like we didn't get to number one with all the way for christmas this year until 2020 and then last year she picked at number three in 2021 could she get the Christmas number one spot? Now, when I say the Christmas number one spot for this year, that means to actually be number one at Christmas. And that's always- I think that she can. I think that she can do it. But I think that this year is going to be a little bit different yeah. because of Taylor Swift. I think we'll get at least one or two weeks of it at number one. But I don't think we're going to get the four weeks. You know what I mean? I think we'll get it around Christmas, the week of Christmas, and then Gia's birthday, the week after. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the first number one of 2023. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, we'll yeah. follow that suit, but I don't know if we're going to have it for more than two weeks this year. I mean, do you guys like make a big thing of the Christmas number one or not? I do, I, do. I love it. Because, bitch, when she's number one, I feel like the planets are aligned. Mercury Same. has gone out of retrograde. Like, we are, everything is zen and peaceful. Like, we are, <laughs> <laughs> the fog has lifted, darling. The candles and, yeah, light I know themselves. Exactly. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Like everything is right in the world. Your bitch is number one. Your yes. anxiety. It's such a weird feeling. And I know it, that it every feels lamp- so good. And it's I to- like I to- like I said that I forgot to mention in the last fucking episode, which is so dumb. But whenever it goes number one, it's always been and lasted 
till my birthday and it feels so fucking good to have my bitch be number one on my birthday like it feels so good the christmas number one spot is always important for a christmas song because obviously it's it goes to number one if if it's gonna like on the weekend that is closest to christmas whenever they announce the the number one spot in the uk so over here she's never really achieved that and i feel like after going to number one the other year in 2020 i feel like it that would be the next step in the uk to actually have that proper christmas number one on the weekend especially as christmas falls on a weekend and but if christmas falls on the weekend of course it's going to be that weekend where it's declared number one so that means it's the christmas number one Oh, I do not think about it like that at all. Ah, okay. Yeah, because these Christmas number ones are kind of new now. Oh, really? We've had it since like, well, as far as I'm aware, since the 90s. I'm pretty sure it's been a thing longer. Are you talking about Christmas songs on the billboard at number one? Well, I'm talking about the UK charts, but I'm asking if you have it over there as well, like the race for Christmas number one. Like, I don't no. think we, no, I don't ah. think we do. It will be announced over here on the 23rd, on the Friday, which is kind of weird to me because normally it's announced on the Sunday from what I remember, but apparently it is on the Friday now for the weekend and because christmas falls on a sunday i really would like her to get that at some point whether it's this year or next year it would be so good for all of what the christmas is you to be number one on christmas day but didn't she already have it number one she's had it as number one it, like, it w- i think that as long as we get it to number one like during the year and maybe even to the next year. I think the most important one is the one that goes from my, is the one that's my birthday and the day after, because then we can still have the record of having number ones like consecutively in the same year. To me, that's what's the most important is keeping the records. Mm. As a lamb who used to be very obsessed with all of Mariah's records, um, I think that, it, to me, it's not so much as important as it being number one on Christmas as it happening at all and happening in this year and the next year, technically. Well, we do have a really important thing that may happen this year, which is Mariah's Merry Christmas album may become the best-selling Christmas album of all time in America which that is crazy. It's. I feel like she hasn't pushed it as much this year, though. Yeah, she really hasn't. Merry Christmas is on the verge of becoming the best-selling Christmas album of all time in the United States. It's right behind Kenny G's Christmas album, Miracles, the holiday album, which which is weird to me to think that Kenny G has the best-selling Christmas album of all time. I never knew that. Yeah, literally, because, I'm like, who is that? Like, I don't know him. Like, but you're really showing your age on Kenny G. <laughs> I, like, literally don't know who that is. You don't know who Kenny G is? No, honey. Okay, so Kenny G is, I'm not sure what he plays. I think it's a saxophone or or clarinet or I don't know what it is. Please don't roast me. But, like, he plays, like, a woodwind instrument. And it's just, like, elevator-type music. He was really big. And like the the mid nineties, so he doesn't sing or anything. It's just like all instrumental. Oh, music. I think I might know that song. The he does like the Christmas song by Nat King Cole, but like just the yes. instrumentation of it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I I've heard some of his shit, but I had no clue that, and I'm very shocked that he has the biggest Christmas album of all time in the United States. 
his album has sold 7.52 million and Mariah's Merry Christmas has sold 7.4 million. So that's a 102,000 unit difference. So we might be able to pass that this year. It's inevitable that it's going to happen either way, but that would be a really amazing big thing. Cause you know, like every Christmas we've been getting something really big each year. Like what was it last year? We got the billion streams or something for all I want for Christmas is you. Um, all I want for Christmas is you going number one all these years. Yeah. I mean, every one year there's like a new record. Yeah. And then in a few years, we'll have a billion views on the All I Want for Christmas is You video. So something is happening each year. But to have that title as the best selling Christmas album of all time, bitch, how is she not the queen of Christmas? Well, she hasn't got it yet. Also, in our last chart news, we got some new RIAA certifications. Number ones is now certified six times platinum. The My All single, two times platinum. I Don't Want to Cry Gold and Can't Let Go is Gold as well. So Mariah keeps raising the bar, bitch. All right, well, moving on. Moving on to some Merry Christmas to All concert news. The one that Gia has been wanting to get through. This whole damn episode. <laughs> Bitch, I is... want to talk about the concert. <laughs> well, it was just announced that the concert is going to be on streaming on Paramount Plus on December 20th. It's going to be a two hour concert special called Mariah Carey Merry Christmas to All. So that's a sleigh because I already have Paramount Plus and that's exciting to me. And maybe we'll get to see Gia in the uh, crowd. Bitch, I'm so excited that this is happening. And I'm pretty sure that the dates that Jenny, Kate, and I are going, that this is being filmed. So, like, we suspected that this was going to happen. And we talked a little bit about this on the last episode, but it was confirmed that it was filmed. Right? Because we definitely thought that there was like a mention of it. She, Yes, Mariah mentioned it on Jimmy Fallon. That's what it was. This is insane. I got my plane tickets. I'm so shook. And one of the biggest things that I'm super excited about that I think we should just jump right into is the tea that J-Hud dropped on her fucking um, TV show. I literally just got off the phone with her because we're coming up with new ideas for this year because we're creeping into the holiday season. We're both holiday fanatics. And that's how this whole concept came about because I'm like, no, Mariah, I got more Christmas lights. She's like, girl, I got reindeers. And I'm like, well, I can't compete with that. <laughs> and so she, she knows that I love Christmas, but I think she got me beat, y'all, with that. I mean, she is the queen of Christmas. So this takes me back to that. This was such a memorable moment because Ariana Grande was a part of it. Obviously, myself and Miss Mariah Carey. So all I'm going to say is just look for us this year. We'll pop out on you. Oh, Santa! We called it in our, was it our last episode or the episode before it's time? But um, what did we call? We called that this might happen with Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> Remember, I said, imagine if she brought the girls out and then Gia was like, if she dragged she those drags bitches, them out, bitches out. She yes. <laughs> She's about to drag them bitches out, girl. <laughs> She's about to drag them bitches out. We are going to be so close. I swear to guys. I swear to God, you guys, uh, I will literally be like, yes, bitch, you better drag those bitches out, Mariah. I will literally be screaming like, yes, girl, <laughs> you better drag those bitches out to your concert, girl. 
Yes, I will. And I will be like, you better sing, Ariana. You, be- you better get it, J-Hud. Like, I will be going off. Like, I will I will be yeah. shitting myself, like I said in the last episode. <laughs> I will yeah. literally freak out. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to turn to Jenny Kate and Adam and be like, girl, please. Oh my God. Clutch my pearls for me because I cannot right now. I cannot wait to be in the arena with Mariah and have it all go down. And I, and because this shit is possibly the one that is going to be filmed, the concert that I'm going to, I'm wondering if maybe they're going to perform a couple of songs more than once or like, really bring out a guest or like some surprises and different ensembles you know and change it up a little bit it would be so cute if like mariah brought them out for a santa and you were to believe like that's it and then she brought maybe ariana out. you're gonna get more you're gonna get there's gonna be more there's gonna be more than just there's gonna be more than just ari and jay hud there you're probably gonna get khalid and probably Kirk Franklin uh, there too, because you know it. there's going to be a fall in love at Christmas moment. I really hope for a fall in love at Christmas moment. I definitely oh, that's inevitable. That's inevitable, Gia. I really do hope so. Yeah, she ain't going to stand there and sing that song alone. I don't think you're going to get over this for a while. Like you, you moaned like about last Christmas. I feel like that's this year. It's going to compensate for what didn't happen. This is going to re-energize Gia yeah. as a again, and it's needed. Frankly, it's needed, but you're lucky, and I'm fucking jealous. <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's needed too because I haven't seen Mariah live in concert since 2019. Like, it's been so long, and I mm. almost went to Madison Square Garden in 2019 as well. Just like it's been that long since I've had the opportunity to go to a concert, and as we know, the pandemic and everything. So, yeah, mm. this might really. I'm hoping it really reinvigorates my love for Christmas and Mariah too. I know I I still love Mariah and I'm obviously obsessed with her and I love her music. And of course, Butterfly is my favorite album of all time, but I just haven't been listening to her as much lately and I just need to get back into her more. So I just know that this is going to be a great experience. She's my favorite artist of all time, no matter how much I don't listen to her or do listen to her because this is very unlike me i've been in a different space lately i don't know why i haven't been listening to her as much you know but it's good to listen to different things sometimes but i'm excited as fuck for this concert i know i'm lucky and i'm so grateful like literally how would this not be the most amazing thing ever like this is crazy i can't even know what to say can't believe it it's gonna be pow stone groove smash hit wonder you're going to be bouncing off the walls and not just the festivity of it, the the, the fact you see Mariah live, but also the energy around you. The, you you're going to be in good company, whether it's Mariah or the group you're going with. You're going to feel great. Yeah, it's going to be insane. And then it's going to snow. It's going to snow. She's going to make it snow. And I'm going to collect the snow. I already talked to Jenny Kate. We're going to collect the snow and take it back. And be like, this is the snow from Madison Square Garden the concert. Bring a Ziploc bag and take the air. Because <laughs> you know that bitch is going to make it snow. Okay. And I'm going to be like, this is the snow from the concert. You need to get a Ziploc bag and um, take the air from the concert and be like, this is the air from the Merry Christmas to all of us. <laughs> this is the air, <laughs> the air from the concert. And sell it on eBay. Okay, moving on from the Christmas concert tea. I wanted to bring this up because... Um, 
as I said earlier in the episode, I've been listening to Christmas music a lot lately. It's on Amazon Music. So on Amazon Music, I'm asking my Alexa to play Christmas music. So it will bring up the station called Merry Mix and DJ Mode. And on this station, they have a whole bunch of celebrities who sing the songs uh, kind of give some like background from the songs to talk about their favorite Christmas songs. And Mariah is on this and she, she has like 10 different ones, 10 different clips of her introducing songs and giving information on her like previous Christmas songs. But there was this one really interesting one where she talks about recording Stevie Wonder's Someday at Christmas, but she never released it. And she said she never did it justice. An artist that I love so much, and that is Someday at Christmas. I actually recorded it and we found it like from a long time ago. I never released it because I never did it justice in my opinion, but I want to dedicate it to Stevie Wonder and thank him for recording that song. I think the message is timeless and it's just a classic and um, I love him so much. He's one of the greatest, greatest to ever do it. So here's Someday at Christmas by Stevie Wonder to Stevie Wonder. Love you. Merry Christmas. So what do y'all think about that? Do you think that like one day we'll get this song? I thought that was really interesting. I've never heard her talk about the song Wait, before. Wait, does Stevie, does Stevie Wonder have a different Christmas song too? Is that his only one? I'm not sure, but this is his most known Christmas song. You know this Christmas song, right? Yeah, of course I do. But I can't help but think that I would rather her have recorded some sort of like a Donny Hathaway and this Christmas will be a very special Christmas for me. Like, I need a different moment. I need that kind of moment. I don't like a someday at Christmas. I mean, I, I know that sounds really bad. I love Stevie Wonder. I really do. But that's just not my favorite Christmas song. It is a very serious Christmas song, though. So I can understand where, where you're coming from with that. But, like... I would love to hear it. They also play a version that Lizzo has done of that song, and I don't like it at all. Of course, I want to hear Mariah's version of it one day, but she says she didn't do it justice. I know Stevie Wonder's version, and I'm just, as I listen to it, now we know that, I feel like I can hear Mariah Carey singing it, but at the same time, I'm just like, it probably does sound a little bit sort of throaty and nasally here and there. So I kind of get where she might come from potentially, but at the same time, like, I can't imagine her singing like too nasally or too throaty. I imagine that she's probably singing a little bit that way. And therefore we get kind of like um, out here on my own kind of vocals for it. So I don't know if it's butterfly or heartbreak. I don't know when this was supposed to happen. If it happened around Daydream or around the Christmas album, then, oh my God, this must sound really good. Um, Anything after that, like before the early 2000s, like it probably did sound okay. Um, but I completely get where she might come from with it, like not sounding as great as what she hoped. But for your fans, I'm pretty sure we'd be all like, oh my God, it's golden. I don't know. At this point, it would be nice to hear. Um, however, what I think she should do, and I know I had my little Christmas trilogy third album moment like a couple of years ago where I thought she should do every song that I did. I have a whole track list ready and, st and whatnot. But I think that at this stage, what she should do, if she was to do another Christmas album, is to do... <laughs> 
dare I say it, Bette Midler, or Bette, whatever her name is, Bette Midler, had that album out whenever it was, 10 years ago. It was called For the Girls, or Here Come the Girls, or Here Are the Girls, or whatever it's called. And I feel like she should take the inspiration from it and do a girl group Christmas album. It can be her, Ariana, and Jennifer Hudson. She should get them, and she should redo like a girl group kind of Christmas album. She could do oh santa again just put that on there at the end or whatever wherever she wants to put it santa baby what christmas means to me like she could throw a load of the songs probably the songs i said as well in the 2020 episode we did where it could just be a girl group thing including this particular song so i feel like there's still need for it long story short but i feel like there's also a concept in which it can be included that's a no for me dog because there's nothing better than a solo mariah carey christmas album i didn't even like patricia on the second christmas album oh girl i did not love that either i thought it was cute 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 but it was not like girl yes like no 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 it was not that it was not it was was cute for her legacy but it like i don't want to hear another female singing with mariah on a christmas album i want merry christmas three like, Maybe if her kids had like a cute little interlude, that would be cute. But like, I'm good with the whole entire song of everything. Well, maybe they, if let's say the song has 15 tracks, and then she could probably do, she could throw in O Santa, and then she could probably do another two songs. Maybe one with Ariana, one with um, Jennifer Hudson, or or either one of those could be with both on each. You know what I mean? But she needs to sing with Kelly Clarkson. And she can, yeah, she could have that somewhere. Don't know how that would sound. So overall, I think that it would be cute if we got that song, but I think she should focus on um, putting together something new for Christmas if she was going to do something like that. Like, I think the cute little clips are really cool, but I don't want to, I don't want to get teased with stuff and then get excited over it. I just want her to like give it to us and have it be there. I just thought it was interesting that she brought that up, that she said that she had recorded it and that we know that it is out there somewhere. I do like this radio station, though. They play a lot of like, they play Fall in Love at Christmas a lot. They play the Oh Santa version with J-Hud and Ari. Um, They play a lot of the Christmas special songs. So they're not like always hitting. Of course, they're playing All I Want for Christmas is You, but they're not like harping on like Baby Please Come Home and all of that. They're like playing like the newer stuff that Mariah has released. So I really like it. So Lambs, if you have Amazon Music, anyway, if you don't, if you have an uh, Alexa, if you have one of those, then um, it'll play it for free. Just tell Alexa to play the station Mary Mix and DJ mode. I like the station and you can hear a lot of Mariah clips. So Lambs, we got some news on Mariah's social media that she was going to be performing at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. The non-official Queen of Christmas will perform an opening song for Santa Claus at this year's Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. She'll be performing her Christmas classic, All I Want for Christmas is You. And this is the second oldest Thanksgiving parade in the United States. And it started in 1924. Mariah posted on Instagram, my childhood dream is coming to life. I'm going to be opening for the one and only Santa Claus at this year's Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Tune in on Thanksgiving Day at NBC. So it's going to be live on Thanksgiving Day, November 24th on NBC. And it's going to be streaming on Peacock at 9 a.m. to noon. So 
this is really exciting for me because I said this year, how long ago was it when she performed at the BT awards with Lotto? And I was like, you know what? I got this one live performance from Mariah. So I'm going to be happy for the rest of the year, no matter what we get. Our girl has actually put out a, a few things and done a couple of live performances since. And I feel really good about this. And she's going to be doing a tour. So I think this is the perfect thing to do to get out there and be like, bitch, it's almost Christmas. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm here. Merry Christmas. You know, I think it's I think it's funny and she should brand on this that she is actually acknowledging Thanksgiving. You know what I mean? She always acknowledges Thanksgiving. I mean, I think it's cute she's doing it on Thanksgiving. Gareth, do you know about this parade? Because it's a really big deal here in America. Because here in America, they like, it's like a, a family tradition to have this parade playing in your living rooms, on your television set. In the background, every, while you're yeah. cooking shit, getting ready for Thanksgiving. And they're so boring to watch. I hate watching them. I don't know how y'all feel about parades, but like... I wonder if she's going to be on like a giant float. Like she's got to be, she's going to be on a giant float. I looked it up. There's this, it's a huge Santa Claus. Like he's in the sleigh at the top and it's like this whole, like, it looks like he's flying. It's really interesting, but I'm interested to see what she does. And do you think she'll only sing all I want for Christmas is you once? Is this bitch going to sit on the float during the whole parade? Cause I really cannot see Mariah sitting on a float for four hours. You know what I mean? Or is this or just like a television spot? The whole time. Yeah. I just can't see her doing that. I think this is just a television spot, but I'm interested to see it. It's exciting. Yeah. I'm excited. I hope she's on a float. That would be cute, but she I don't is going to be on a float. I mean, I hope so. Cause some of the performances aren't on floats. But it says that she's opening for Santa Claus and the Santa Claus has his own big float, like I was just saying. So I'm 100% sure she'll be on the float. Are you going to tune in, Nick, and be a cute live performance lamb and be excited for this? Because it's going to be cute that we have a live performance. I am not going to be able to watch it live because I don't have like cable or anything. Like, so you're like, not, I, yeah, you're not even I just watch have, it. I just stream everything that I watch. So I'll have to wait maybe like, because it says that they're only streaming it on Peacock, which is the NBC um, equivalent to like CBS's Paramount Plus. So I don't subscribe to that so i won't be watching that so i'll just have to wait for it to come out on youtube later that day or something but i'm definitely gonna watch it you better watch it bitch i'm gonna watch a bitch bitch are you gonna watch it live me you're the only bitch here <laughs> bitch i see two bitches right here no i think i'm about to watch it live yeah i also think that af- after this happens this is when we're about to get the domino effect of all the like big christmas things coming up this season because y'all keep saying that we're gonna have a very like low-key christmas but i just don't believe that i think we are because it's definitely more or less low-key than last year like i think that this madison square garden thing is huge i think that the the concert being filmed is huge i think her doing the thanksgiving parade is huge like that's that's a really big deal. I think that she's doing the parade. Uh, yeah, I think otherwise it's going to be pretty low key. But Mariah did say that we were going to have a big Christmas this year last year. So, but you, I I know how bitch, you she feel said about. She was going to have a big I Christmas know. last year, bitch. I know, so- I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I just feel like we're going to get at least two or three more big things because Mariah has been really quiet lately. Like she'll do those random things on Twitter where she'll be like, Hey, 
with those little Mariah memes or like the K by meme. But other than that, Mariah's not really doing anything. I She's thought that doing... that was shade. I thought that was shade to Elon Musk. I don't know. I don't keep up with the Twitter drama right now. No, I for real thought that was like Twitter shade. I don't know. Gareth, do you think we're getting anything else this Christmas? I feel like anything that was going to come or could potentially come would have already been leaked, uh, spoke about, rumoured. I feel like there would have been a release date. There would have been any kind of speculation, even from her. You know, there would have been something. At this point, I feel like we'd already got the knowledge of the McDonald's stuff, the Christmas special, the computer game, the mobile phone computer game. I feel like we already knew what was happening. And the same the year before, like everything, I mean, everything was easier to do ahead of time then, but then it was official beginning of December. So I just feel like what we know now, like is probably going to be it. I think this Christmas concert in Madison Square Garden, I think that's huge. Like, I really do think that's really big. I, of course it is. I think it that is. it's huge. I think it's huge, but I don't think that it's going to be, like, the crowning jewel of the season. Wait, so, what? I, I mean, think that totally is. That's totally the crown jewel of this season. Like, the biggest... It's definitely going to be the biggest moment, having the concert and then having the concert filmed definitely is the biggest Christmas moment. Unless she, like, secretly releases, like, another fucking Christmas album or something, like... Yeah, but normally, over the past years, the pattern has been that she's pushing not only All I Want for Christmas is You, but another song along with it. So, like, we got All I Want for Christmas is You and Fall in Love at Christmas last year. The year before, we got All I Want for Christmas is You and Oh Santa. And we've also got All I Want for Christmas is You and... um, Baby, please come home. If we get one more new song slash single, Christmas single, the Christmas concert will still be a bigger moment, in my opinion. And and having it be filmed as another Christmas special, I still think that's bigger. If we get a new whole entire album, bitch, that's a bigger moment. Oh, I don't think we're going to get an album. I'm just saying that she's usually pushing, lightly pushing another song along with All I Want for Christmas is You. I think the biggest T, the biggest moments are going to be if she really drags J-Hud out and Ariana out and gives this concert and the performance and the special like a really like big moment. I think that's going to be, I think it's going to be the highlight of this season. I can't wait to see promo for that concert on TV. I hope they roll it out really big because even with like Drag Race, when Drag Race is coming on because they're on Paramount Plus, they are really pushing that this is coming out on Paramount Plus. So I'm really interested to see if there's a lot of big promo behind this concert for the Paramount Plus. Yeah, I think it's going to be a big deal. Yeah, I think it's going to be a big deal. I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. I think that this concert is going to be fucking massive and it's going to become one of those iconic Mariah performances like Tokyo Dome. 100%. She has Paramount Plus behind it with all that money. It's going to be really interesting to see what this is going to become. If it, if this concert becomes kind of like a Christmas staple, like peanuts or something, I know that's reaching, but like it's going to be really, really interesting to see how they market it. You know what I mean? No, I really, I really do think that the Apple TV plus Christmas special that's up there with like a a Christmas tradition that you can watch that every year. And I feel like ever since then, she's just been getting better with Christmas even though the 18-minute special wasn't what we were hoping for or expecting, 
it, it did look very beautiful and it was very well done for what it was. So I'm very excited for what we have coming for this like live Christmas special moment, especially because it's literally a whole concert. It's literally going to be like Mariah Fantasy's uh, Madison Square Garden Christmas version 25 years later. And yeah, then, but bitch, they said that this is going to be two hours long. They That's did, crazy. bitch. They That's did. crazy. So I know that they're not going to have Mariah singing for a whole two ass hours. You know what I mean? Because her Christmas concerts are only like an hour and a half long. So there's going to be some like extras in between with all of that. Yeah, but if it's two hours long, if her Christmas concerts are like an hour and a half, don't forget the talking in between. Um, if there's extra songs like I don't know we when we've been in the past and this has been in the UK when she probably doesn't cater that much for the UK I guess she does more when she's in the US so it's probably been roughly close to two hours I I think that the concert will probably be like an hour 45 to two hours and if they have to redo songs or like do something over they will and it might even be longer in, in real life like i'm really hoping for like a backstage moment behind the scenes moment of the show and i'm hoping for like an iconic line like i said last time that she's gonna say and then when i see it on the special i'm gonna be like bitch i remember her saying that like i remember that i was there bitch yeah i don't think i don't think they will re-record in a live show now i think what they'll do is they'll record each show and take the best bits from each show to put together a show for streaming oh and probably dub it you think we're gonna get Dubbed. It it 100% will be dubbed. That that Hallmark Christmas special she did a few years ago, or however long ago that was, that was definitely dubbed. I think they'll do the same to this. But we might still hear like aud- the audience cheering in the back, and then her saying little things, and then her speaking yes. like in between songs and stuff like that, and having a little a uh, glam moment, you know, and like oh bitch, I remember that. That's gonna be so cute, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they'll they'll definitely be like. The Mariah stuff in in between, of course, like the little Mariahisms. Yeah, but I I feel like it's been so long since we've had a beautifully filmed concert tour ish footage yeah. type moment, and it's gonna be so exciting. So yeah, but I want I want stuff like we got in like around the world where like there's like like oh home backstage scenes, talking about backstage talking um where they have like cuts where she's at home or she's with friends. You know what I'm I want some of that mixed in with a concert as well. That would be cute too. That would I be do cute. Like, that would be cute before. I don't know. Like leading up to the concert. Leading up. Like so she can talk about okay, this is what we've done. This is what we're working towards. Like like she did with the emancipation of Mimi, the adventures of Mimi, where she did that little bit of a document. It doesn't have to be as long. It could be like what, fifteen minutes for twenty minutes, and it'd still be longer I, than the Christmas special last year. And then she could then we could go into the show. You know? I don't want it to be like around the world where it's like only parts of each song, and then it's like really cut, and then like each song is like scenes from each different place they were at. Like I, think I definitely they will. want to. I want it to be more like Tokyo Dome where it's like, this is the whole entire concert and like you watch the whole entire concert or like Madison Square Garden where, or, or the Thanksgiving special even where it's like pretty much the whole concert. But then there's like the clips at the end where there's like 
oh, um, Mariah and Josephine are making pizzas for everyone. Can't Mariah and stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just don't want it to be like only parts of each performance. And then... I want exactly opposite of what you just said, except that I want the full performance. Like I don't want cuts of it, but I want around the world doesn't have whole performances. I know what I'm saying is I want the whole performances, but I want shit in between like little segments. That's all I'm saying. Okay. She can do stuff in between. If if she gives us full performances. That's what I want. I don't want a whole ass concert, but that's just me. I'm different than y'all. Y'all want to watch a whole ass concert. Like, that's so boring to me. I want some kind of entertainment in between. I mean, she'll talk to the audience. There will be there will be things. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember this song? Yeah, there'll, remember this? there'll be things there to entertain. Like I love it live. I do like. Singing. I do too, especially because I'm gonna be there. I I love the my favorite mm-hmm. filmed concerts are like the Adventures of Mimi tour and like the Tokyo Dome tour. I don't love Around the World as much because they cut so much in between and then they it's like half of it is just music videos Mm. like i really do want like a lot of the actual concert there but i think that it's gonna be i think no matter what she's gonna do it really well because i do love yeah it's gonna be a production she's not gonna fuck this up i love backstage moments so i'm excited for anything honestly and no matter what i'm gonna get a whole concert when i'm there so if they don't, if the special's not a whole concert, bitch, I'm gonna be there for the whole concert. Exactly, and you'll know, like when you watch it, you'll be like, "That wasn't in my show." You'll know which bits are part of the same show and which aren't. So, mm-hmm. okay, you guys, that has been the Obsessed Podcast. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate with you and subscribe to our podcast, and join us on all social media platforms at the Obsessed podcast we'll be back next week with more episodes so join us then bye bye bye